And welcome back to the January podcast. This is Mr. Kelly and the podcast team. No, nobody's taking me. I joined this blind hockey. Hello, OSSB podcast listeners. Well, we've got through off to a great start. Our wrestling and cheerleading team at OSSB has their championship in January. Today is a special day because we're going to talk about the Braille Challenge. She won first place for Outstanding Cheerleader. We had a sixth place overall finish out of 11 teams. A wild, I mean wild piece of radio theater. And welcome back to the January podcast. This is Mr. Kelly and the podcast team. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Here we are. Okay. And we are uh, coming back from break. And I want to just say happy spring, right? Yeah. Happy spring because it feels like it's springtime outside, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 This, this morning it was like 60 degrees, and we came into school and they had the heat wide open. Did you guys notice that? I did. It was hot. Who wants to start us out and, and tell us how your break went? I got a Motorola Edge for Christmas. Oh, that sounds very nice. A fridge for my room at home. Okay. That's what everybody wants. And needs, right? 100, pretty much 100 bucks in gift cards. Sounds good. All right. I'll go next. Okay, Trayvon. How'd you do? I got a bunch of money for Christmas. Oh, a bunch of money. Yeah. All right. And clothes and candy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep. time to be everybody be Trayvon's friend today and get a loan. He's got all that money you got for Christmas. Yeah. No, nobody's <laughs> taking it. <laughs> all right, Jenna, tell us about your exciting break. My break was good. It was nice. Um, I spent time with my family. We went to Chicago for a couple of days, and I spent time with my friends, too. It was nice to just relax, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Did you try something new and exciting over break? Maybe um, on ice skates, maybe? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I d- um, I joined this blind hockey ice hockey team mm-hmm. it was very exciting it was very cool and i just got all my equipment so i'm really excited for that yeah i was glad to see you there and um me too yeah it's a lot of fun and what was it like being out there on the ice and chasing a hockey puck and using a stick and all that it was nice. Um, I mean, it was a bit challenging because I haven't been on the ice in a while. Mm-hmm. But after, like, a few minutes of, like, I got the hang of it. And it was really nice to be with other people who are visually impaired or blind. And I just, I love being on the ice, so I think I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, well, it sounds like you had a really good break and got to spend time with family in Chicago. Did you, uh, go do anything in Chicago, uh, or just hang out with, with family there? Um, yeah, we mainly just hung out with family because we have family in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So 
I just, yeah, spent time with the family. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, Michaela. My break was good. I got clothes and perfume, and then I also tried my sister's boyfriend and my dad made beef jerky, and I tried different flavors. Mm. They made, like, teriyaki and, like, uh, <laughs> uh, this, like, spicy jerky. It was really good. Was it hot as the Nashville hot wings? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Those were really good, though. Oh, God, I bet they were. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, so, so I'm glad everybody had a wonderful spring break, and you're all recharged and ready to you go. Christmas break. Yeah, yeah, winter break, Christmas break, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, Excuse me. And we're back, uh, and we've got some exciting things happening in January. We've got the wrestling and cheerleading conference coming up, right? Yeah. Uh, we're gearing up for the Braille Challenge, which the Braille Challenge will be February 23rd. And this year we will be going down to the Clovernook Center in Cincinnati uh, for the Braille Challenge for those who are participating in that. And if you haven't got your permission slips in, you need to see myself or Mrs. Grimm and get one of those permission slips filled out. Right. Um, we'll bring it. We'll be bringing you some January facts. What kind of style? OSSB style. Yeah, an OSSB. OSSB style. Yeah, January facts and OSSB style, and uh, we're gonna do all kinds of fun stuff this month. So, hope you enjoy the podcast, and let's do a Go Panthers. Ready? Go. Go, go Panthers. Panthers. Now we're going to check in with Coach Heath about the wrestling competition in Louisville. Hello, OSSB podcast listeners. Well, we've got through, off to a great start. We're 3-1 and one so far. We've won three by pin. Emery, AJ, and Devon all won by pin in the first period of their matches. So we're really excited about that. Jonah lost a heartbreaker, but he got to the second period and had eight points for the team uh, in the match. So everything's going great. We're having a good time, and we'll be checking back in very soon. Here are our January facts. Our wrestling and cheerleading team at OSSB has their championship in January. Braille Challenge practices begin in January on Tuesday. January was named after the Roman god Janus. Ellis Island opened on January 1st, 1892. January is known to be the coldest month in the Northern Hemisphere and the warmest month in the Southern Hemisphere. Chocolate-covered cherry days on January 3rd. January 1st is New Year's Day this year. We start out 2023. January's flower is the carnation. January's birthstone is the garnet. World Braille Days on January 4th. At OSSB, this year, pep band will begin to have practices after school starting January 12th. 
Martin Luther King's birthday is on January the 15th. And those are our January facts, OSSB style. At OSSB, we began having practices in preparation for the Braille Challenge on January 10th. On January 18th, we had an assembly about the Braille Challenge led by our very own Mr. Kelly. During the assembly, Mr. Kelly along with three other guests from the Clovernook Center for the Blind discussed the meaning and importance of Braille, the Braille Challenge theme contest, and they also explained what the Braille Challenge itself looks like. Let's all give a huge shout out to Mr. Kelly and Mrs. Graham for all the hard work they are putting into to get us all motivated and ready for the Braille Challenge. Good afternoon, Panthers. Hey, Mr. Kelly, for those of you that don't know me, today is a special day because we're going to talk about the Braille Challenge. Braille, Braille Challenge is very special to us. Um, we always have a big showing every year. I just want to thank each and every one of you in past years, the winners we've had over the years, and the participation that we've had from OSSB has been outstanding, and it will continue to be outstanding again. And thank you all for coming out here and supporting your peers, your classmates, as they go down this year, we'll go to Clovernook and compete. I want to welcome three guests with us from Cincinnati from the Clovernook Center for the Blind. I want to welcome Miss Kathy Delora, Mr. Mike, the cameraman. I can't remember his last name, but he's here with us today. Mr. Mike, and the outstanding, legendary, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, Miss Stephanie Jones. Drum roll, please. 
journey right here from Zachary. Zach Seifert. All right. We're all about to take a rail journey. A rail journey, okay? So we have just a little, about four weeks before the challenge. The challenge will actually take place on February the 23rd. So what do you all need to do right now? Practice, read, study, get together, work together, work with your teachers so that you can be prepared. One more thing. And we need paperwork. Yeah. Get your form signed. Get your form signed. Go home. Talk to your parents. Say, hey, I want to show off my Braille skills. Do you all know that the Braille Challenge has been happening at Cloverlook for the past six years? you got to remember that the Braille Challenge in Cincinnati, the Ohio Regional one, is not your last stop. You could place and earn a spot to travel nationally to the Braille Institute in California. Okay? And it's been growing. And it's only growing because people are starting to learn that, hey, just like I send everyone to the spelling bee and the history bee and all the other competitions, this is an important one too. So the more we support it, the more that we can grow it. Pressure is what builds champions for the Braille Challenge. You're going to compete in speed and accuracy tests, in proofreading tests, in spelling and charts and graphs, reading comprehension. So there's five sections. So we have explorers, which are those who might be new to their Braille skills, who may not be ready for competition, but still want to participate in the other activities that go along with Braille Challenge, so that they too can learn and be motivated to increase their Braille skills so that maybe one day they'll compete. Then we have apprentice, then freshman, sophomore, junior varsity, and varsity. I think one thing I'll add right now is, is how you can practice every Tuesday after school between, we started a couple of weeks ago, all the way up until February 21st. We're meeting in Mrs. Grimm's room from 3.30 to 4.45, where we take a, a, one of the categories, like we just did proofreading this week. Next week, we'll either do speed and accuracy or reading comprehension. And we can, we can run through how the Braille Challenge works. We explain all the rules. We try to simulate the environment as much as possible. And if you, that doesn't work for you, you talk to Miss, Mrs. Grimm or I, and we'll get you the materials so you can practice on your own. I've also got a Google Classroom called Braille Challenge where you can sign up and you can get more information through Google Classroom. But Mrs. Grimm and I both uh, co-host or co-teach or whatever you call it. On Thursday, February 23rd, into the wonderful world of Braille. Thank you, guys. Let's give a big hand for Clover Nook, Miss Stephanie, Miss Kathy, Mr. Mike. I just want to say thank you to the people from Clover Nook for coming, for supporting us, and for inviting us to the Braille Challenge. I know we're all excited. 
So thank you very much for making the trip up. So we've wrapped up OSSB cheerleading and wrestling, and joining us this morning is our cheerleading coach, Coach Knight. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Hey, good morning, Mr. Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. Got the <laughs> podcast team here, too. Yeah. We just want to talk about how cheerleading went this year, you know, your routine, how you decided to choose that routine, how, how things went and at conference down in Kentucky and whatever else we want to talk about cheerleading. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Jenna, why don't you get us started? Hi, Miss Knight. Good morning, Jenna. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. So, how was the trip overall to Kentucky? How did the cheerleaders do? Oh, my goodness. So, cheerleaders did very well. As you know, Kennedy Bernie went up against, I believe it was four other cheerleaders, and she won first place for Outstanding Cheerleader. And I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so she won the first prize for Outstanding Cheerleader. Well, big congratulations to Kennedy. That's amazing. Yes, amazing. And, and to you guys for doing all that hard work, coaching her up, getting her to that point. Yes, and the rest of the team, as a team, they went up against 11 or 10 other schools. 11 schools there. And we got third place out of like 11 schools. So uh, that was exciting. That's, that is good stuff. Yeah. Good um, stuff. I was kind of told in the past that Ohio hadn't placed in the top three percentile in a long time. So that was exciting. Yeah. I, I think the highest we've ever placed was second. That was, I want to say that was probably back in the early 2000s. Well, you would know better, right, Mr. Kelly? You've been here for a long know. time. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> the longer you're here, the more your memory lapses. Right. So, <laughs> but, no, that, that is wonderful. Tell us about the routine you guys did. We actually did the dance portion of it. It was Tom Ford. That was what the, the, the dance part was called. Okay. And then we did our victory and then we did, we have a cheer that was wrote by Ohio State, the ladies that come and help. Okay. They wrote a Panthers cheer for us. So we always integrate that into our cheer. And uh, Miss LaQuisha, who is my right-hand person, she wrote red, blue, and white. That cheer, she actually wrote it for the kids, and then they did the choreographing for it. And a lot of people may not know this. We try to foster when we're doing cheer. Like, I'm not just writing all the cheers. The kids are helping choreograph the routine because they they should help. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if they're part of uh, putting that together, it's going to be easier for them to remember. Absolutely. Like, what comes up and when. Same thing. Like Yes. And... They get to kind of choose the music because what I'll do is I'll sample a couple of songs and then it'll be like, okay, we have this one, two, and three. So they get to vote and we vote and it was a vote for Tom Ford. There we go. Uh, That's good. So everyone gets to like agree on it. Absolutely. Yes, because it's a team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Michaela, you were on that trip, right? I was. Yeah. And um, 
Does it feel good to be a cheerleader and get third place? It does. <laughs> sure. It really does. Uh, Michaela brought a lot of energy to the routine. I was very proud of all the young ladies that uh, participated. They brought a lot of energy to this routine, and that was what what do we call it? Performance mode, Performance right? Mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like like in band. Yep, like in band. Performance mode. I'd like to kind of shout out to the cheerleaders. It was Kennedy Bernie. She was the cheer captain. Stacia Boyd, Michaela Pike, Hope Williams, and for Pep, it was Brandon Voderberg and Kenneth Barbie. And they were on Pep, but they did not travel with us. Um, but I'd like to give a big shout out to all of them and a special shout out to Miss Lisa, the youth leader. Thank you. Is there anything you noticed about the team that you want to see them continue to do next year or anything you want them to improve on? I want them to continue to foster the sense of they all stuck together and there wasn't arguments and they really got along really well. And I think what I would like to see continue to improve is the voice projection. They need more voice projection, but the spirit was there, and they have to work on voice projection. Sounds good. So you got some got a a good mix of some young younger cheerleaders and older oh, ones. Yes. So uh, those younger ones will be coming back, and and hopefully we got some more coming up. Are you going to do uh, little NCs? Yeah, I'll be the coach, and I believe LaQuisha, her and I will be the little NCs coach, and I believe that'll be, what, Tuesdays and Thursdays? I think so. Yeah, starting in February. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The little kids, they, they make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's how you grow your program. Oh, yeah, because Kennedy was an NC. Right, yeah. Well, you guys did a great job this year and represented Ohio very well. And Thank you for coming in. Man. Oh, thank you. I always tell Mr. Kelly, anytime I'll come on your show. <laughs> yes, I, I love the podcast. Yeah, and you bring your own energy, so it's well, great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. We'll catch up. Well, catch thank up you for having you. me. It's good to see you, Jenna, Michaela, and Trayvon. All right, we'll catch up with you in the next couple months for Little NCs. Okay, perfect. We have Mr. Heath to talk about the wrestling conference in Kentucky. Thank you, Michaela. Good morning, Mr. Heath. Good morning, Mr. Kelly. Well, it was a wonderful weekend for OSSB wrestlers and cheerleaders. We had a great trip, and so the wrestling team exceeded expectations, I believe. Mascarello and myself go with that. We had five out of our six wrestlers win matches. We had a sixth-place overall finish out of 11 teams. We're a very young team. Four of our wrestlers are seventh-graders. One eighth grader. So you had would you have three in the championships or four? We had four in the championships. Uh, one champion, uh, one twenty six. AJ won the championship at one twenty six, and then Devon and Garrett and Gage all made the championship round, uh, losing hard fought battles. We came in second place. Emery won his first match ever right. at one eighty two. And did a great job. And, and Jonah did uh, a great job. Got eight points in his first match. Had a reversal. Just came up a little short in that in his matches. 
And then also want to give a big shout out to Brian Patton Adams for his great work all season. Unfortunately, Brian got a little flu bug last week and wasn't able to compete, but he did a great job all season. And Adia Navarra, she was with us all year too, but she got hurt earlier in the season, so she wasn't able to compete, but a great job by the wrestler. So you guys head down there on Friday. Should uh, cheerleading Friday. Did you guys weigh in on Friday so you could eat? We did. We weighed in on Friday so we could have all that good barbecue they were serving there at Kentucky School for the Blind. It was really good. That was the first thing Michaela was telling me about this morning. Was that it was, brisket, it was good. Barbecue. It was really impressive. Was the food and the hospitality at KSB uh, was wonderful. Did you guys have a social on Saturday? We did, Jenna. It was a great social. It was an interesting concept. They had what they called a silent disco. A what? A silent disco. The how, kids how all. Does that work? Well, the kids all wore headphones, and the DJ played music. But only the only people that could hear it is are the people that had the <laughs> headphones on. And they had three different channels on their headphones. So if you were listening. Through the headphones, you could switch channels if you didn't like the songs that were playing. So it was nicely the coaches and some people could just sit around and talk while the other people were dancing. That is a that is a nifty concept. It wasn't it. It was. It was. Yes, it was nice. We were dreaming of stuff like that back in the day. Oh yeah. Is there anything you want to see the wrestling team improve on or continue to do next year? Well, that's a great question, Jenna. Yes, um, we need to build on this season. We had a very successful season, and we're young. With four seventh graders and one eighth grader, they need to build on what they've already learned. Um, with practice, I think that'll happen. I ex- have big expectations for next year. Kids need to get a little stronger. And with the base they got this year, I think we're going to be in the mix for a trophy next year. It sounds like you guys had a wonderful trip. Uh, a little long drive back, right? A little long drive back. Uh, yeah, we were going about 35 miles an hour from Louisville to 40 miles an hour. And then we hit Cincinnati, and there were two jackknife semis, so we sat for over an hour. That made the trip a little longer. But except for that, except for weather and uh, those issues, the travel coming back, except for that, that was a great weekend. I'm glad you guys had an amazing championship. And an amazing time at KSB. Thank you, Jenna. And tomorrow morning we're going to have a, we'll do a little assembly tomorrow morning. We are. We're going to have an assembly tomorrow morning right after breakfast. Uh, we're going to have all the cheerleaders and wrestlers come into the gym and all the OSSB students. And we will have a little assembly to celebrate all their accomplishments. Make, make sure we bring you some of that later on in the podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Heath, and congratulations to you and Coach Mascarello and all the OSSB wrestlers. Thank you, Mr. Kelly, and podcast fans. You're welcome. All right, guys. We're going to wrap up the podcast today with a wild, I mean wild, piece of radio theater that features a cast of characters that you just won't believe. How about monkeys, cheetahs, and dinosaurs living together in one place. A talking table, a walking taco, and a moon that can talk as well. This is brought to you by Miss Klein's class. 
third and fourth graders here at the School for the Blind. I have those guys for technology. And one of our projects was to write a story. I said, if we write the story, we will record it and we will put sound effects and music and all that fun stuff. So hopefully you've stayed tuned throughout the podcast and get ready to go to the jungle and visit monkey land. Thanks for tuning in. Long ago, there was a land called Monkey Land. There were three houses where the monkeys lived. Cheetah also lived in Monkey Land. Dinosaur lived in Monkey Land too. And they loved to cause all kinds of chaos with the monkeys and The dinosaurs wanted to collect all the shiny things and knock the treehouses down. The treehouses were just out of reach. They were protected by a magical shield. The walking taco alerts the king monkey about the things the dinosaurs were up to. The walking taco crunched his way around the kingdom observing. Every day the king would speak with his kingdom. Court is now in session. He was accompanied by the talking table. The talking table has the power to fix things in the kingdom. The walking taco approaches the table and asks for an audience with the king. The table informs the taco that a password is needed to enter the kingdom. Unknown to the taco and the table, there were dinosaurs close by. The table gives the walking taco the password to enter the kingdom. This was overheard by the dinosaurs who were hiding nearby. T-Rexes laugh a joyful laugh. We have the password. We have the password. Now we can enter the kingdom anytime we want and do whatever we want. We are big and we are strong and we can be mean. Scorpio Rex was in the kingdom a week earlier. He was caught by the monkeys. He was trying to take shiny things. The monkeys put him in a cage. Now the dinosaur wants their friend back. With the password and the cover of darkness, the dinosaurs entered the kingdom. The next day, monkeys were out hunting and gathering. A T-Rex is not small and is hard to hide. She was soon discovered by the hunting party. The guards were informed about the intruders. The guard on Scorpius Rex was doubled. The T-Rex was very powerful and was able to free Scorpius. He soon climbed a very tall tree 
and found the palace and told the other dinosaurs. They started off to see the palace. It was time for the moon to intervene. The moon made the rules and wanted no fighting in the kingdom. The dinosaurs made it to the palace and they sedated the guards with the quills of Scorpius Rex. The moon stepped in and began to talk with the animals of the kingdom. Hello, dinosaurs, monkeys, and cheetahs. You should not fight any more. Somebody will get seriously hurt. Live in kindness, treat each other the way you wish to be treated. You will live in peace for all time. The animals soon agreed. The animals began to help each other and repair all the damage. They continue to find more ways to help each other and treat each other with kindness. And peace reigned throughout the kingdom. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the LSSB Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you tune in next month to hear more exciting things that are going on at OSSB.